Welcome to episode 599, part two. I'm uh, Nick Cooper. Joining me is Ada Brockhartz. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweat. I'm going to fight a kangaroo. It's uh, part two because Aiden gaslit us into thinking that we did episode 584, but we actually didn't. So yeah, So for those of you who noticed that two months ago, we're, we're fixing it no now. No one did. Zero people did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took we, them we, we, years we, for the other one. So. We'd probably get an email about it in like 2025 saying, yeah. hey, do you guys realize you skipped 584? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this week, uh, no new patrons. Probably a little bit of leak house news, not very much new news. So it's going to be us for a long time, by the way. We're going to have some fun this, this episode. Uh, we've got one starry. Lots of guaranteed guffaws, and then uh, maybe we'll talk about competitive league, maybe not, but we'll do roundtable and mail fight. First, uh, Aiden, how was your week? Mike was really good. Uh, I played a fair bit of league. Um, I've played a lot of my mid account. <laughs> <laughs> um, not in the challenge, but uh, Quitting I've played has a freed lot of- you. It honestly it has though. I've just been playing like a ton of shit. So I was telling Colton, uh, I currently I have like fifty games played or something like that, right? Um I've played more games in ranked uh, of different characters. I think it's like 15 uh, than I have on any of my other accounts in the last four years. Wow. So that's actually very, uh, very insane. It's insane. insane and it's only, it's only 13, but yeah. I 13. Yeah. 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 You've played that is, that is characters. one day for Colton. That's a single Not, day of ranked. Literally what I was going to say. <laughs> I think it's 14 now. Cause I, I just played a Xerath game. Oh, uh, let me let me click update. This yeah, is yeah, fourteen it's, big numbers. Yeah. Uh, it's fun though. Uh, I've been playing a, very, a bunch of different mids. I, I think Ari is my favorite new character that I've been playing a fair bit of. Are um, you a weeb? She's she's dude. She's so much fun, and she's also blind pickable into like everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's gross. I like. Her Plus, a lot I feel though. like she's like the perfect mix between control mage and uh, assassin at the same time. Yeah, no, she's super, super cool. She gets has like lots of kill pressure. She's like very mobile. Uh, I, I like everything about her. But I've played mm-hmm. uh, the mid. The mids I've actually played are Lysandra, Cho, Mal's, Ari, Akshan, Fizz, Anivia, Annie, Vigar, Tristana, Seraphine, and Zara. <laughs> so I've been having fun. It's been it's been a good time. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, not a lot of league. Otherwise, uh, outside of community games, which we'll talk about in kind of like the league cast news stuff. But uh, I've been having a lot of fun recently. We played a decent number of uh, arena games. If you want to, we also played some arena. We can talk about that when we talk about arena, though. <laughs> okay. If you'd like, um, sounds. What good. about you, Colton? How was your week? Uh, my week's pretty good. I've also been playing a bunch on my mid account. Yeah, I... how many games are you in? Is it less than hundred? Uh, it's. <laughs> I know the uh, answer. It's no. It's one hundred twenty-six. <laughs> you told me hundred games a month, Nick. Mm-hmm. And are we a uh, month into the challenge? No, we're on month two of the challenge. The <laughs> oh, end of the month right? happened. No, no, no. I I played. Is like, that like? Is I that like, like when eighty games in July? And we've I'm been only... alive for two centuries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that when in twenty two thousand like nine you said see yeah, you next yeah. decade? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know if if Aiden's gonna give up, I'm gonna continue playing because I want to actually yeah, get okay. better at the role. 
Um, and if you want to just cut off wherever I was at a hundred games, that's I, fine. I also don't care. This is this is for fun. We're not like there's no money or anything. You're also not playing on it. Yeah, I d- mm-hmm. also don't have time to play. It's actually crazy. Good excuse, man. Just don't sleep. Thanks. Just don't sleep. Yeah. How, how much how- do you sleep, Colton? Like on average, because I feel like one, you one hour probably. I don't know if you're lying or not. Probably lying. <laughs> I'm lying. But also, like, I feel like you have the most time of anyone I know. Um, probably like six. Which I assume just hours. means you don't sleep. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, but but like, I there definitely are times where I'll like play league till three in the morning and still get up at like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like never make up that sleep. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm so I'm like 120 some games, 126 games in. Um, currently Emerald one, sitting with 57 percent win rate still. Um, nice. So that's nice. Still climbing. I won my last five in a row with a nice little hot streak. So hopefully I will be diamond by the next show we record next week. Um, I really, really badly at this point want to pass up Trevor. Just because he talks so much shit about his role, and like it's it's been fun like commiserating, but also like he's just got the personality where it's like, yeah, my role is is so hard, and like now you have to finally deal with it, and like you're gonna struggle as much as I have, and I'm like, I don't know if I will. I do think the downsides of that role the, of the role are miserable, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like more so than like top. I think top lane, like, fuck, counterpicks are, like, probably the worst part about it. But, like, dude, there are mid games where you have someone in your lane for 80% of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's wild. And I don't know. I, I normally play, like, very forward. So I am, am used to being, like, perpetually ganked. I, I had one game where mid lane was ganked five times by, like, five minutes and 30 seconds. Wow. I got ganked by the jungler four times and once by the support. And they only got <laughs> one kill on me and I was up CS. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, that, so that was fun. Yeah, like the Jarvan came like three times and I just like walked away every time because they fucking sucked. But anyway, um, yeah, hopefully we'll be diamond next week and continue climbing. Um, I think, you know, we we talked about it a little bit in DMs. I think we're going to kind of just continue opening up the champion pool. Um, just at, at least for me, the, the one of the really frustrating things was um, not having like certain archetypes available, which made like dealing with poke mages really frustrating. So it's like, I don't have, there's like nothing in the pool that I could like really bully them with or like similar poke mages that I could just play against it. Right. Like dealing with Victor or Zareth. It's like, well, I either want to play Victor or I want to play something that I can kill them with like Zed or Fizz. Um, and I, at least I guess I could have started learning Diana, but I haven't done that yet. Um, or Len Akshan. He has no counters. He has except no counters. My, except your team's jungler. Yeah, true. <laughs> I played two normal games as Akshan to start learning him. My E's were so bad. There, it's really hard. It's really unlike any uh, any other skill in the game. Yeah, that it's being fun, said, though. the characters like obscenely fucking good. Mm-hmm. My first game it was so funny. While like Trevor and Aiden were there watching, and Trevor was giving me so much shit, and I was like, "This is literally my first game on the character ever." 
I'm like, I was gassing you up so much, and then I found out it was a normal game the day after. <laughs> yeah. I thought you like went into ranked and you were like 22 and whatever. I was like, damn, that's dude, so you're, funny. You're awesome, like man. Even like if you made a mistake, I was like so supportive because I was so excited for you to play it in ranked. But you're playing in a fucking normal game on a yeah, you, fuck you. You're the you're the one who plays like a warm up game on an alt account before you go into ranked. Every I've been time. first timing every single character in this fucking after you season. quit the challenge. Yeah, because uh, I have no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Nick's gonna call me out if I play a bunch of games, so I can't afford to do five learning games of Akshan and That's Ray. actually I, fair. Yeah, true, true, true. It's my um, fault, right? It is yeah. your fault. Um, <laughs> that being said, he he seems fun, but he's very much not my mid play style because I get way too attached to like being forward and trying to to like harass people, and I I just int every time if I try to play like that. I'm just gonna get mm. ganked eighty times and like it's it's really bad <laughs> yeah but, that is actually like you have to play like pretty aggressively in, including like early mm-hmm. um, but i definitely will you know continue trying him probably in normals because uh, again right now right now at least my goal is to hit masters on this account in mid Ooh. um so i want to like not troll myself by playing like 20 games and and yeah locking my mmr in in like d4 mm -hmm. um so yeah that's uh, about it for my week i'll hand it over to nick what you've been up to oh work it's been a very very busy week work-wise um i actually uh was able to play a little bit this weekend um Aiden and I played a, a pretty good number of uh, arenas, I would say, and that's been pretty fun. Um, the game was very good. I think if you're not playing against, um, I, I don't even think like good characters, I'll, I'll not say that, but just the same characters. Like if you have a good variety of characters, then it becomes more fun. Um, and But we only had a couple games where it was like, ah, oh, there's two veins or two Zeds or whatever, you know? So it wasn't, it wasn't uh, bad in that regard. Um, I finished my placements on my Smurf, my mid, my mid challenge account. Uh, I believe I'm gold one currently, uh, negative one rate, but that's okay. Um, and I think that's it for league. So I guess, uh, oh, Hollow Knight's been going pretty good. I just got the shadow cloak, which seems really cool. Yeah. Um, very, very strong upgraded it, it, on paper. I feel like. So, um, still working through that, ready to, to be done with it and move on to something else. But I, uh, I will at least see the credits if nothing else. Hell yeah. Um, cool. So should we get on with the show then? Aiden, do we have any lead cast news? Um, nothing too crazy. The only thing is, is I've been doing a lot of community games recently mm -hmm. and, to make them less try-hard, I've been doing something fun that I came up with, and I think it's been received very positively. So I've been doing this thing where um, I call it random rules community games. Mm -hmm. uh, so it kind of like makes the playing feel a little bit crazy, like a little bit more even, because every single game I roll, I spin this wheel that I created that has like 35 different rules for the game. Um, and it determines the rules for the next custom game. So I'll, I want to go through the ones that I've done. I've done about 10 so far, um, and I want you guys to like give me your thoughts on them. Are you um, so, are you re-rolling if you get them? 
I just like remove them from the thing again. until. Oh, I, uh, I see. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first one we did was called Birthday Boys, uh, which is you have to go to you go to the uh, wiki and you find the character that was released the closest to your birthday and you have to play that character. Ooh, okay. Um, so that was fun. Um, and then we played uh, <laughs> Kawaii, which you had to play a character that is, and I quote, is uwu. Um, mm-hmm. So that was fun. So for large uh, dad, it's Rengar. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, then we played cats versus dogs. So left team was all cat characters, and right team was all dog characters. Okay. Um, Are there characters? Me because I forgot to switch to my yeah. Quirky, Colton fucking he fucked us. Yeah, you're allowed to do skins and stuff as well. Ah, uh, okay, um, okay. Um, but it was it was very fun. The dog team did win, even though Colton cheated by not using Corgi Corky. Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, t- game four was customer service. You have to uh, play a character that would be good in customer service. Okay. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and tell Nick some of the champions that were selected for that. Yeah, one. that I was sounds in that game awful. Too. By the way, I think as long as you justify it, it was fine, right? So oh, like the okay. ones that you because like uh, for example, like one that I think immediately can be contentious is Shaco, right? Because okay. how the fuck would Shaco be in customers? And they're like, well, you you alt and then you can serve two people at once. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so as long, I, I think it's funny. It's like as long as you're like not actually just trying to be like, I'm gonna play my fucking main. I'm gonna fucking just win. Yeah, it. Like, isn't it cringe like, when people pick their main? I just like I I think that it's not the spirit of the game, right? Like so, as long as people have fun, like reasons, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The next yeah. one was called TF Tactics, uh, and this was you had to uh, look up the TFT like thing, and you had to play a comp based on like like three void. Or, Ooh, like, okay. Whatever. So people who were into TFT fucking love that one. I thought it was too confusing for my brain, but my team set us up with a comp <laughs> and we won. I think. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, and then on the second day, we played uh, so right but so wrong. You have to play a character that you main, but then you have to build them incorrectly. So mm. like I could play AP Tomcatch. I think I played full AP Blitzcrank was what I did. Um, yeah, you played was... AP Blitzcrank and you you rolled our bottom lane because <laughs> that was one of the ones I was there for. Um, and I played attack speed uh, AD Zillion top uh, into yeah, Timo, yeah. which was a pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but out, outside of laning phase, there was one time that Aiden came to try and kill me top. He missed hook, and I just autoed him like forty-five times <laughs> while he tried to run. Yeah. Uh, next one is called off roll. You had to play uh, a character in their not intended role, uh, which was pretty fun. Next one is called flashless. You have to play a character that tra- traditionally take flash, and you're not allowed to take flash on them. Um, pretty good. We play game. Okay, this one is the most fucked up one. This one is the most not standard. It's called Yumi Tag. <laughs> yeah. What it was use, that? I tuned in it could a use little some bit for that. So the idea is there's. Each team, whatever, there's two teams, and each team has a Yumi on them, but that Yumi is playing for the opposite team. So the, that Yumi's goal is whenever they attach to someone on their team, that person has to immediately recall, right? So <laughs> okay. the Yumi's job is to try to get the opposing team ahead by making the team that they're on like recall in bad situations, uh, stuff like that. Um, so it was super fun. I think it's it, it's a hard game mode to work because in chaotic t- t- uh, team fights it's really hard to yeah. notice when a yumi attaches to you that being said once again if we had a fucking custom game maker this would be so fucking good if like uh when yumi attaches you it just auto recalls you locks you out of everything mm-hmm. makes you invulnerable that dude it could be so good it, i think the concept is really fucking awesome it just needs work and riot will never give us the tools to make it work <laughs> yeah yeah um cool and then i think i did a couple more yeah i did three more um alliteration so you have to, this one this is a fucking way whatever character you play say i play tom kench i'm only allowed to build items that start with t 
Okay. <laughs> so, that sounds really fun. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was like uh, definitely like goofy. We were allowed to be allowed to start start our items and boots, but uh, so I played like Darius. I built like Duskblade into Death Stance into Dead Man's Blade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was fun just thinking about stuff like that. And then we played Alphabetical, um, which was we rolled a random letter, which was. I can't remember what letter it was. It, maybe it was T or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Uh, you have to. Everyone in the game has to play that letter, which is pretty fun. Okay. Uh, and Are there the enough characters bit, for that? Uh, we made sure we played a one that has at least five characters. Oh, uh, I see. A letter. Okay. There's like t- eleven T characters though. Mm, um, nice. And then the last one was called "I'm Stuck," which was you had to play a character that hard CCs themselves. So like Malzahar Alt, um, Warwick Alt, Scion Q. Um, Pretty, stra- yeah. pretty straightforward. Um, and then I also played one in the Lala Discord last night that I like convinced them to play, which I think has a lot of um, potential. Um, a little bit hard to do draft, especially if like maybe you don't have a huge champion pool, but so it's called uh, Champion Chain. Um, so I picked Tom Kench first pick, right? Um, and then the next person to pick, which would be their team in a draft, has to pick a character that starts with H. Why H? The last Tom letter Kench. of... Lost last letter of Tom Kench. So oh, then they pick, oh, they pick okay. Hecarim, and the next person has to pick a hero that begins with M, right? Dude, it, it what is a fucking great concept. It just like I could see it being stressful for maybe like newer players, but fuck, it, it, that's the exact type of game that I'd want to play. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. But I've been having a ton of fun with those. I'll probably do more of those this week, so be sure to check in on our Discord. I've like I still have like twenty more game modes written down. Uh, if you have any suggestions, please just like go into the community games channel on our discord and just like let me know uh if i like them i will add them if i don't it's not because i dislike you i just didn't think it was good because <laughs> mm-hmm. your idea so. sucks it, it's suck. been fun man it's been so much more fun than just playing standard league though yeah like, nice that sounds so sorry awesome. i took up so I much like time that. but it was super fun well, that's fine cool um that was for league cast news right yeah i think that was good you didn't take up too much time um cool so let's move into the new news do we want to talk about no fury i hate her less than i used to oh okay we've come i think i was too harsh Uh uh-huh i had a lot of people over that were like hey man you're too harsh i also had a lot of people saying yeah she is the worst character (laughs) (laughs) um i've played with and against her a lot i still haven't played as her but i think I still think she's a fucking cluttered mess uh, late game with like all the dogs and shit. Yeah. That being said, I think she has clear strengths and weaknesses, and I think those are fine enough for the game. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. obviously, the main complaint is that it's not fair that she just blocks like skill shots for free with all of her dogs, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's impossible to hit with a skill shot. That being said, she has a ton of like, like, things that are negatively affecting her that I think make her interesting, right? So yeah, she is good against like Lee Sin, Ezreal, uh, whatever character has a skill shot, right? But she has a shitload of stuff that's good against her. Like uh, Yasuo can dash through all of her dogs. It's insane oh. seeing Yasuo do her. Uh, Malzahar's E, you put her his uh, Malefic Visions on one dog, it bounces to every other dog and then kills her after. Now um, I played that matchup, um, <laughs> this, and it felt very, very easy. Yeah, uh, Katarina's daggers bounce off all your dogs. Uh, Scion can scream a dog into you. <laughs> like, oh, he probably gets bonus HP for last hitting it, too. Yeah, dude, like, like it's one of those things, that, like, the oh, Bard's another great one. You just throw a Bard Q at her, man. It fucking is going to stun her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels like one of those things where, like, yeah, she's really, like, she, she has hard counter some characters and it feels bad, but she has a lot of weaknesses just innately built into her kit by being surrounded yeah. by these things. Interesting. It's almost mm. like um there's a character in Dota 2 called Earthshaker, 
and his ultimate is like a big AOE, like uh, think of it like an Amumu ult almost, but it does increase damage based on the number of units hit, inc like including like summons and things like that. So you pick him versus uh, like characters who summon a lot of units and then just nuke the ever loving like shit out of them. Yeah. So it almost like feels like that, but a little bit less like obvious. Yeah, that's cool. No, it's it's been it's been fun, man. Like I just think like looking at the game in a more positive way. I know I was pretty negative about her last week. Uh, it's just been good. Uh, it's definitely like characters have clear strengths and weaknesses, and that's probably good for the game, even if their strengths are annoying. Yeah, I one other strength of Nefiri that I found personally very irritating playing against it, and this was also my first time playing against Nefiri, so like a lot of it was just I did not understand the matchup at all. Yeah. Um, but the fact that the dogs tank tower shots yeah was so upsetting because she would like like she she dove me at like tier two tower and then just fully walked through no minions the, the tier one tower because she had like two dogs yeah but the dogs are like a huge portion of her damage at the very least so like if, if she's sacrificing the dogs and not able to like bring them out quickly she does like sacrifice a ton of damage Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's just very frustrating to like yeah mm -hmm. watch a character walk through tower and, and take no damage because yeah ooh, they've got summons um and then i do definitely agree that like their health bar and trying to target them is really yeah awkward. it is weird um i i would like to see that adjusted <laughs> mm -hmm. but, it, yeah. it it just looks weird like it, it just doesn't i don't know i i feel like i always criticize this but like it doesn't fit with league <laughs> yeah those, those yeah. aren't league of legends health bars just make mm -hmm. them normal please yeah cool i'm sure they look like shit if they were normal is that is that's probably yeah. like what i'm sure they've they i'm sure they didn't just go uh put triangle health bars on them and then just ship it like raw <laughs> like i'm sure they yeah. tried other shit i'm sure it just looks like shit but like it is so weird them having a different health bar very strange mm -hmm. yeah cool awesome um what about arena let's yeah, talk about that talk about now yeah, Nick, you want to talk about your experience playing with me a little bit? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's been fun. We uh, we <laughs> I win basically. I forgot about our game. I'm so sorry. We win oh, basically no. every. I thought that's what you were talking about. So I no, I spent in a, general. Like I a, kind of like forgot. A jerk. Um, but it's fun. Like we pick uh, sometimes. Like I, I wouldn't say like try hard stuff, but sometimes we pick strong characters. Uh, other times, you know, we just play stupid shit like singed. Uh, what do we play? Oh, we played singed Kaisa. Kaisa's really good. So. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I don't know. We just do dumb stuff sometimes. We played Senate Tom Kench one game, and it feels like um, like exactly what you were saying. I, I know you specifically brought this up, but um, all the like anyone who is going to be trying as hard as they possibly can to like win games by just spamming like really really good stuff is not in the lobbies that we're in or. Mm -hmm it's been nerfed enough to to where it, it doesn't actually feel that bad. We played against several Zyra Heimerdinger teams, which is probably like one of the more frustrating teams to play against just because um, summons are, are, I would say, not fun for, for the average player. Um, but they actually ended up being like pretty manageable. You know, you get some augments that can help out with that. You get, um, you can, you know, itemize correctly or uh be, because you can sell items for full price so you know you um have a build and then oh the the only physical damage like team got knocked out so i'm gonna sell everything for like a, 
a spirit visage and a force of nature and then also what just do like you do like as much as we we we're plant haters here like uh the comps that like are summon comps that want to hold like center or whatever they kind of like are weak against you just running around grabbing plants right like you advantage like going into the fight at the end uh which is yeah. like fair mm-hmm. but yeah i think yeah. the biggest thing is like the rank system like uh at this point now anyone who's wanted to get gladiator is gladiator um like actually mm-hmm. like wanted to grind for it sort of thing um so what's the next goal it's it's hitting top 100 which is a very different subset of people that we're pl- not playing against right like people who are going for like top 100 which is the only other achievement after hitting gladiator um are not in our games which means most people are either uh gladiator and just like playing the game for fun which means they're probably not going to spam the same like strongest comp if you will uh every game so it's been great man i I think it's like it's the perfect level of competitiveness right now yeah i i agree and um you know that's not to say that i don't know you have to win every single game but we've talked about this on the discord uh before maybe the podcast but i i do like my personal opinion is that you you kind of need league to have to you, you you need to have some level of success in league you can't just lose like every single game and lane and draft and like whatever. Yeah. Every single game and, and have fun with it. But um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. I think, I also think Riot's doing a really good job of, of balancing it and uh, making sure that it's not the, the worst thing in the world to, uh, uh, to play. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, also... early on we had like, what I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like Heimerdinger, Zyra, um, Kaisa, Tarek, like Master Yi, you know, every, every character, that I feel like has been abusive in like these game modes or, or this type of game mode was like nerfed pretty quickly. Um, fortunately. Yeah. They're doing an amazing job balancing mm-hmm. it. I, I want to play more. Like I always want to play more. I also played some solo um, to do some of the like quest thingies for it. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought that mode would be fucking miserable to play solo. Um, and maybe it is if you're like pushing for top 100 or whatever, where people like probably want you to play like OP stuff. But like I have just been playing like the, uh, like the quest where you have to play like you have to play all the soul fighter characters and do like a specific thing so i've been playing like gwen Jin, like all these characters that i would say are usually like cd tier characters no one's gotten mad at me they just want to play the game and it's like super fun interesting i i've played a couple by myself and they haven't been fun but maybe my expectations are a little high like i i don't know if it match makes based on like solo queue skill or anything like that so maybe i'm going into it expecting like a certain level of play and you know matchmaking just isn't there for that so i don't maybe, think it's maybe i need to like reevaluate how i'm approaching it you know i don't think it's been confirmed but i think the way it queues is you say if you're both gladiator you can't queue into like people who aren't gladiator mm-hmm. um so I'm assuming you can only queue into like the same yeah. like tier. So if you're not you're not gladiator, I think you're like silver or whatever. So maybe you're still in the ELO where like people are trying to climb to like gladiator. So maybe okay. your games like feel a little bit different. But yeah, and then yep. queuing solo in a in an environment where people are trying to climb. Yeah, like probably feels pretty bad. Yeah, I played like three or four solo games and did not have a great time. Um, and I. I part of that probably is just like me expecting the other player to play like from my perspective correctly and yeah then just not doing that and like mm. to be fair right like i'm in like the top one percent of players like i i shouldn't queue up for a random person and expect them to also be in the top one percent Yeah, exactly but it's also really frustrating when you're playing like an 80 carry and they're playing leona and they're hiding behind you and you're like 
you're you're Leona. That's not what your character does. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I've always complained about in FlexQ, where like uh, you play FlexQ and you get someone who's like just a silver player and they're they're gold in flex or platinum flex or whatever rank you are in flex and it's not their fault that they're losing lane to a challenger mid laner yeah um but like it's also not fun for you to queue up and have your, your silver player lose to a challenger mid like you know it's like it's like no one's fault but it still can be like be sad i guess yeah um, still be frustrating but fuck man i i want to play that mode all the time it's like yeah i i fuck, i think it's so much fun i it's like one of those things that if you play something shit and you lose in five minutes you go to the next one and it's not a big deal and like, the losses don't feel that bad either it's not like um uh like a solo queue game where like a win is equal to a loss it, it's pretty much like what two fourth place finishes is equivalent to like one first place finish yeah yeah if yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy like if that so it, it, it's pretty generous with um you know if you finish top two you're going to be coming out ahead on the day pretty um pretty easily it's great love it yeah cool um sweet should we read us our starry colton oh i'll i'll read you that starry i just need to learn how to read first done do you think you can handle me, podcasters? Misfortune. Also. Oh, I journey. thought it. <laughs> I thought it was motherfuckers. <laughs> no, because it's, it's just abbreviated on our on our notes. MF. Yeah, that, that <laughs> so is I thought an it was MF just a very quote. very threatening. Um, <laughs> Starry. It's funny. Uh, that came from Rugby Ninja Seven. Thank you for the five cool. star review. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, you know what? It's time for some guffaws. We've we've not been having enough fun. I oh, I wrote so much shit down, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just heard back from the producers. They said we've got to have more jokes. Got to have more fun. Fuck, what do we, we got to do? Message on on our podcast last week, and they're like, "Did you guys like smoke <laughs> weed before <laughs> recording last week?" <laughs> no, we were just uh, having a blast. We had fun. Yeah, that was. Fun. Hey, so, if you guys were here for the. 10 minutes before we started recording True. you would think we were very hot <laughs> true <laughs> Dude, it's so much fun <laughs> uh, okay so i don't know how we want to approach this i've got a little something i don't know if it's shit or not we can do that at any point it's not like important um is there anything aiden you made the list you you, you did all the work is there anything that you're just dying to like have us talk about we could do like a couple of these make we could do your thing then sweep back around to the rest of them we could Sounds do that good let's do it uh, we already kind of talked about mid lane challenge. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say? We kind of talked about it in our weeks, though. Um, nah, I think that's are, fine. Are we that's officially old saying all characters are available, or uh, we we can? I don't care because I I want it to be fun for for our for us. Okay, sick. So, so if you if you would like to, I I let's do all characters. Maybe we can impose the like mastery limit. Like yeah, I, so I will not be playing Oriana and Zillion. I think until like D one, I'll consider it. Or maybe Nush not at all. Why don't you... You just can't play them until Masters. How about that? Okay. I gotta I got get Masters without playing... <laughs> that. That's also been a, like a fun, interesting part of the challenge is like take a role that you have played as like primary or secondary and just cut out like the seven characters you're best at and still try and climb. That's what... And that's what I mean is like I feel like you could hit masters on your main account with those characters so i think yeah. it's more fun if you try to do that with characters that you're not necessarily proficient mm-hmm. on oh no i'm gonna keep going with vladimir and Aurelia. but if it comes down to like the very like I, I don't know the last week or or two weeks or whatever like definitely hit masters instead of mm-hmm. that hell yeah 
Um, so I want to quickly talk about, uh, <laughs> I wrote this as uh, slash vent posts on Discord. Okay. I wanted to have a discussion here. So here's a thing that I think, I, I don't want to gender this, but I do think this is something that's very, like a lot of guys do. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys can relate here if you like are very honest about yourself. Is I never vent posts. Uh, this is, I'm just going to use an example of like, say you're in a relationship and your significant other had a long day and they come, they come and they just want to, they just want to like vent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's very like, I mean, this is a joke in sitcoms. It's very, in I don't want to gender this, but like a very male nature to want to fix things rather uh, than just listen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to apply this to discord um, because I think that there's a lot of time where someone just wants to vent about something, uh, be a mad at the world and it will make them feel better. And your job shouldn't be to be like, okay, link your OP.GG. Uh, let me look at your games. Like it should be, oh yeah, man, that like sucks. Like uh, just like try it, try like uh, do your best next time. You know what I mean? That That's kind of all that people want sometimes. And I think that's a healthy thing to maybe promote on our discord um, where I don't want to get into like the, <laughs> the memes you know like we're fucking like some i don't want to use the term safe spaces but like they'll have like slash joke slash like (laughs) like to make sure that people know what they're saying but like it's almost like you need like a hey guys i just need to vent here um i'm not looking for advice uh or if you're going to offer advice maybe you should ask if they want advice first because i think there's a lot of times where someone just wants to go fuck dude ranks fucking sucks i i just get fucked my teammates are so bad if i didn't have these shit teammates i would be winning every game and sometimes you don't want someone to go hey yeah but you lost lane in your last game like the game before that one so like maybe you you shouldn't be complaining it's like maybe they don't want that maybe they just want to like feel like they just want to release you know what i mean uh and maybe that's not the healthiest release for them but i think there are a lot of times where people just want to vent and it's a very healthy way to get stuff out um and i would say the common response to someone venting about ranked teams games whatever is to immediately try to problem solve for them and sometimes people want that. Like there are times where like people like ask for it. Um, but I think there's also a lot of times where it's immediately met with like some level of confrontation because they're mad. They just want to vent and you're offering them something that they don't necessarily need. Right. Yeah. I think it's a fine line because there are the people who just want to vent and that's totally okay. But then there's the people who will post like, um, it's like, it's losers queue. There's nothing I can do. It's my teammates. Like every single game rides just out to get me. And I think like, I don't want to like put it this way because I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think it's a little cringe, but like at some level, I do think it is um, maybe the responsibility of us, but not to our curb it, listeners, yeah. to at least like stifle that line of thinking. To, so it, it's not. It's almost like inaction is a um, like us condoning that line of thought, and like I would hate for someone to be struggling with ranked and come into our discord and, you know, see people doom posting about their teams and Mm -hmm. no one is responding to it in a way that, that like in in a way that you were, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I would hate for, for that to, I would hate for our discord to be like full doomer posts with no, like no pushback again. I hate seeing doomer posts. I I, for sure. Like I get that you're frustrated, but like maybe vent somewhere else in my opinion. (laughs) I just like even like in our own friend group like for example I think it's very normal for one of us to have a bad rank game Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we just want to say fuck my top laner my top laner fucking ruined the game for me and 
you know what we don't want to hear? Uh, I don't want to hear Nick say, well, like, you kind of just, like, like lost that 2v2 mid, and, like, maybe you should have, like, played more. I just want to complain, right? And that's fine. Uh, it's just, like, there has to be a happy balance. You can't do that every single time because it creates bad habits. But also, I think it's fine to just vent frustrations yeah. without mm-hmm. immediately being told a solution to them. Yeah, and, and yeah, I think so- a lot of it has to do with how the things are phrased. Because to me, and I think Nick agrees with this a lot, the issue that I have with a lot of people when they are trying to vent is rather than venting and saying, like, I'm upset with X, they'll say something that's just factually wrong, right? Where it's like, I don't think anyone would have an issue of, like, if somebody came into our Discord and started talking about how, like, mcdonald's hamburgers are so healthy for you and they have no fat right you would just be like no that's that's false that's not true and and a lot of times when people are trying to vent what they then do go on to do is they make a bunch of statements about the game that are just factually wrong um versus you know hey i just had a really frustrating game where like it you know felt like my top laner made it unplayable and like i i was really upset right like sure you, you can be upset but if you want to say like stuff like, oh man, it's games are unwinnable when you play mid lane Aurelian Soul because you can't impact early. It's like, no, there there are things you could have done. Um, and there's like a, a very fine line there of, you know, complaining about your perception of the game versus stating things that are just not true. Um, I, I definitely agree that there, a lot of times I think people are just trying to vent, but you just never know. And there's also a lot of people who genuinely believe the things that they're saying are actually true about the game um, yeah and and i would rather personally call them out and if they're like hey like i get that i was just trying to vent then cool like i'm not gonna continue pursuing that mm-hmm. um you know and and yeah I, I don't want it to be a space where people like have to put like slash vent at the end of their you know little rant but i, Whenever- I would else Go ahead. In the past week, whenever I've been engaging someone who's been like very upset, I always like start my like response with, "Hey, not sure if you're just wanting to vent here, but this is what like I would, you know what I mean? Like I just start with that rather than just giving them unsolicited advice, right? Like because they can be like, "Oh yeah, I was just like angry." That that would be their response if they don't want. They can just, you know what I mean? They don't want my like response. My, right? my response in the last day has just been to personally attack them and yeah. contest every single point that they bring. I just think it's like fine to like to vent sometimes, and I think yeah. a lot of people want to be fixers when uh, maybe definitely. they shouldn't be fixers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It's it's totally fine to vent. Again, I just uh, th- there there's a point in the space where again, like if you're saying things about the game that just aren't true, I'm I, I'm gonna probably personally like, hey, th- this is is not actually how things are, but de- yeah. definitely I will never say you know if someone's just like. Hey man, it, you know my my games feel really shitty. You know whatever, like it feels like nothing I do is gonna win the game right now. Yeah, okay, it can it can feel that way for sure. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, I guess I'll just do one more of these, then we'll switch over to next thing for a little bit. Okay. Um, I wanted to do uh, so this is something I've noticed on my mid lane account. I'm not sure if you guys have felt the same. Um, so recently we've seen the change to the rank system. Uh, the kind of response is that most people have gone up a full division. Um, silver to gold, gold to plat, plat to emerald, um, and then low diamond goes down a little bit, and then everything else is kind of stable, iron and apex tier sort of thing. Um, I've noticed this a little bit, and once again, it's a small sample size, so maybe I've just gotten, like, you know, rolled 
tails a couple times. I've gotten a couple times where I don't type in on my Smurf like ever anymore, um, where people are almost rank shaming. So I think it's really positive that people have gotten a new rank and they're excited. But I think it's actually motivated a lot of people to play ranked, right? They play and they're usually a silver player, but now they're a gold player. And that makes them excited to play ranked. I think that's very positive. This is where the worry comes in of, I've seen people be like, you guys are just hard stuck in this ELO because they're now a different rank and they feel like they've improved a lot and they're now uh. shitting on those around them. I've seen this like three times where it's like they see people who are the, like gold and were gold last time and they were silver before now they're gold. And now they have this sense of superiority of like they're climbing and others around them are not climbing. So they're better than others. And maybe it's just a small sample size, but I think that's not a good thing for the game where it's like this almost like mm-hmm. superiority um it's good to feel good about yourself, but it's weird that like it's they're applying it to the people around them, I guess, in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. it comes at the cost of someone else. Yeah, I, I think that this has been a part of League for a very long time. Like even the idea of of hard stuck is not great as a whole. Cause I, I think it doesn't like if you were to translate it to other scenarios, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense um you know like for me as an example like if you if you go to my op.gg you'll see that like i've been diamond for like eight years and like it doesn't go up it doesn't go down and a lot of people would see that in in solo queue and be like lol hard stuck diamond you're bad at the game and it's like uh, so i'm the rank that you are now and have been at that level for eight years like you wouldn't you wouldn't see somebody who's like consistently you know like to use a sports example it's like oh yeah this person has been like starting for X professional team for eight years. This person has been an all star for for eight years. Yeah. Yeah, and like certainly there's plenty of room to go up from like being you know a, a middle of the road mm-hmm. diamond player, and you know hey the fact that like that growth has stopped sure you can cite that but it's like so many people always are gonna like shit talk whatever rank and it's it's always people who are at the same level as them right because like that's the people lower. in your games are at your same level you or a lower it comes from a player. place mm-hmm. of insecurity right mm-hmm. like i mean my favorite my favorite clip from like last year was playing a normal game where i won top lane against a platinum player didn't say anything um and they said lamau you've been playing this game for 10 years and you're only master <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and it's like i don't i don't know it's just like i just try not to engage those people it is really sad that like people feel like they need to prop themselves up by bringing others down the whole thing i want to get at is that i think it's really cool that people are excited for ranked and excited for their new uh shiny ranks i'm just worried for next split like next year when the rank season ends um that if they don't see that improvement again they will maybe take it out more on the people around them than they currently are right and maybe this is just me fucking expanding on this three game sample size of like people being shitty to those around them for like their new ranks but it does worry me that this excitement could quickly change into kind of like destruction around them (laughs) yeah and i think that there's a good chance that a lot of these players will also maybe end up coming back down a little bit um, and again, like same thing where I think the vast majority of league players have a delusion that whatever their highest rank has ever been should be the 
baseline minimum of where they deserve to be, right? Where, like, I, I think a lot of players get into this trap where they're like, well, I hit gold one once. So at the very, very least, I'm a gold one player and should probably be at least plat two. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's the highest rank you've been, not not the rank you currently deserve. Yeah. Um, and I think that this might have that same effect where they're like, well, I, I went up 500 LP and then I got into Emerald and then like the next season, if they're like stuck in back in plat, they're going to be like, this is ridiculous. The game is terrible. I'm an Emerald player. And it's like, well, maybe you were for a split. Maybe you got lucky for a split and you got like inflated a little bit. Like, I, I think a lot of people really <laughs> poorly interpret rank versus their actual skill. You guys want a fun little story that I encountered yesterday? Um, I'll I'll do the TLDR version. I can talk to you guys after about it. But um, uh, so there's this player who was very very popular in season two slash three named Pop Popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to like queue with like Shifter and uh, I'm a cutie pie, and then okay. he was like a challenger Poppy only player. He played Poppy every position. Um, so I played against his Smurf today or yesterday, last night. Um, and he got in this like bitching fight against the enemy top laner who were both Smurfing, right? Um, the top laner was actually being really, really nice about it at the beginning. He's like, oh, I'm just like learning Riven. Um, I'm a jungler. I, I'm 200 or 300, no, five, I think he said 400 points master on his like jungle on the count. Who knows if he's lying or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Poppy's just talking shit the entire time. It's so weird. Like they're obviously both smurfing. Um, anyways, we get like the game ends, we lose, uh, even though we were up like a lot. Um, and the Riven finally like shit talks him enough that he links his account and, during the game, the the Poppy player, who we now know as Poppy, Popular, um, said like he was, uh, he peaked three hundred points. But then he kept referring to himself as Challenger, which doesn't make sense, right? Because Challenger, okay. you need five hundred points. And in post game lobby, he links his screenshot of season two hitting, uh, sorry, <laughs> season three hitting Challenger three nineteen or something is his peak. Um, and then obviously that shows his account name. So then you look up his account, and his current account is like. 50 games uh 50 percent win rate emerald four um on his main <laughs> and he's like sh- shit talking people in like gold uh on a smurf account when his yeah. main's like oh like 300 lp higher and it's like fuck man the the rank superiority that like colton was talking about of like holding this like i was a challenger player x number of years ago it's just it's just such a bad mentality to have he's also going like before we knew who he was before like in the game he was like huh honestly if you followed like league in season three you'd probably know who i was i used to play with all the big stream <laughs> Dude, was so you know cringe. season three quite literally 10 years ago and then he linked the screenshot of him hitting challenger in season three and it's like just like it's just so weird because like i think it's fine if you're excited for accomplishments like that but like it's purely to try to bring others down and that's like that's just so lame man yeah yeah, and like that. Yeah, I, I agree completely with you, Aiden. Where it's like, vast, vast majority of the time when people bring that up, it is then to to, to set up for attacking someone else, mm-hmm. right? Where like, you know, I very easily I know my highest rank ever was in season four when I was like top fifteen hundred on the ladder. That's just the the best I w- I've ever been playing, and like the highest position on the ladder I've ever gotten. I'm certainly not that skill currently and I'm certainly not that skill level consistently, but like that, that to me is interesting and like fun to know about my own like journey of like, that's where I at least have peaked in the past. Who knows? Maybe I'll 
get to that point again. Yeah, but you don't currently claim to be a four hundred like rank four hundred player. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, exactly. uh, yeah. And, and that's that's the distinction that a lot of people mm-hmm. don't have, where they're like, again, I I was at one point that good. I am not that anymore, and especially like if I try and play Kha'Zix nowadays, I do not. I don't know what I was on during that point in time, but I don't play Kha'Zix well anymore. Hmm. Anyway. Cool. My peak Nick... rank, by the way, Colton, is 344 on NA. Damn. Whoa. Day when? one, I played 13 games, and I won 10 oh. of them. <laughs> day nice. one, I see. But you're a day one peaker. Uh, that means you're honest, bad. Dude, if you translate that, that means I was GM because top 300, 350. Wow. So I... I I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, like, I kind of have my—I have the biggest peak out of any League of Legends podcaster that isn't a pro player. True. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, and they're only—I mean, they only peak higher because they have good teammates. I mm-hmm. mean, I—I I, I don't know. I think BBC has gotten higher than three. They both were pro players. Oh, were they? Mm-hmm. Direwolves. Oh, interesting. Well, then I guess it doesn't count. All I'm saying, man, is there's a, there's a small number of us, but I am still the top of that small number. So true. Well, I guess I need to play more games at the beginning of the season. <laughs> That's the only chance I ever had of being that high, man. 344, though, like because uh, I played 13 games day one and I won 10 of them. That's yeah. So funny. All right, cool. So next next year at the start of the season, I'm just going to play like 40 games in a row and we'll see. Mm-hmm. And win, win them all. Yeah. Cool. All right, Nick, uh, do you have some guffaws for us? Yeah, yeah, because I thought this would be funny, funny laugh section because I thought we were doing episode six hundred. So I um, <laughs> came up with some fun stuff instead of the downer stuff that you know the producers called and they said they they did want some laughs and you guys did not deliver. Um, so I'm going to do my best. I'm just if a writer. It, I'm on strike right now. If it sucks, wiener, we don't have to finish it or do any more ever again. Um, but I asked ChatGPT to describe certain aspects of league of legends in a certain terminology okay so you have to guess both the aspects and i'll tell you if it's like a character a pro player or or whatever and then you have to guess the character um or or whatever aspect and the the terminology used okay sure i think i get it go ahead so number one, this character from League of Legends is like a master pastry chef of the Rift, skillfully creating delicious traps with his culinary precision. Caitlin. His four-shot symphony is akin to a perfectly Jin. batched, <laughs> perfectly baked batch of cookies. Yeah, it's Jin. Each bullet delivering a mouthwatering surprise. Jin in the style of a <laughs> restaurant review. Uh, he artfully needs his abilities to whip up a devastating cake of destruction, leaving his opponents baked and defeated in his wake. Oh, like a recipe? I'm assuming it's baking. But oh, yeah, baking. I think I, I think see. you're both close enough. Yeah, you're both yeah, close yeah. enough. All right, number two, Akali. Fuck. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear Oops. it still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Akali from League of Legends the tr- is a true lyrical assassin, spitting fiery bars with flow mastery in every verse. She's got slick moves and dope mechanics that make her a savage on the battlefield. When she's in stealth mode, she's like a ghostwriter creeping in the shadows, ready to drop the mic with her deadly combos. Akali's got that swag and street cred, making her the queen of the rift with her flawless delivery and killer presence. Like, musical performance seems to be the, the theme. Yeah, like mm-hmm. rapper musical. Yeah, artist. it's yeah. rap. It's Is Akali it rap? rap. 
I, I don't okay. think I would have gotten a collie from that description if you didn't spoil it. You wouldn't have gotten when she's in stealth mode. She's like a ghost rider. <laughs> True. That's, that is very, very okay. This character from League of Legends is like a powerful boss character straight out of a game, a blank game. Uh, he's the ultimate tank with a thick hide that's as tough as a Koopa shell. Tom Kent. Oh, fuck. I got fucked. You're His cold. devour ability is like Kirby's inhale, <laughs> allowing oh, him to right. gobble up enemies and take them out of the fight. When he activates his thick hide shield, it's like having a Starman power up, making him invincible for a short time. <laughs> Tom Kenshin, the steam of Mario, right? Yeah. Oh, close. Nin- Nin- I mean, Nintendo, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom yeah, Kenshin, yeah. Nintendo. I guess, yeah, he's a Kirby. Yeah, dude, as soon as I said Tom Kenshin, you said, like, his fucking Koopa shell or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, Koopa oh, it's Rambus. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Kenshin's a true Nintendo-style character with his playful and quirky nature ready to make a splash in the battle arena, just like the famous Nintendo characters. Okay. Uh, this is a professional player. Blank from League of Legends is like a speed demon on the Summoner's Rift, racing through the lanes with lightning-fast reflexes and precision steering. His split-second decision-making allows him to take hairpin turns in team fights, leaving opponents in the dust. Just like a skilled Formula One driver, he knows how to overtake his rivals with impeccable positioning and tireless consistency. This, ca- this player is the champion of the track, dominating the game with his acceleration and slick maneuvers, making him the undisputed pole position player in the League of Legends world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, there's it's nothing that gives away, could but you be have to literally assume, anyone. <laughs> yeah, you have to just assume it's Faker, right, Cole? Yeah. Like, even though like there's nothing to give it away. I mean, I'm not trying to like trick you guys. Yeah, it's Faker. Um, okay, the last one. You guys aren't. Gonna, I don't think you guys are ever gonna get this. Um, I I don't know how to describe the aspect of it. Okay, but you 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 could just guess. Blank is the real McCoy in the podcast game, a sharp dress show run by a bunch of savvy cats. They're the big shots when it comes to discussing all things League of Legends, and they ain't afraid to give it to you straight. With their smooth talk and street smarts, they deliver the inside scoop on the rift with no malarkey. Each episode is like a speakeasy party, packed with the latest gaming know-how and witty banter that'll leave you wanting more. So don't be a chump. Tune into this and join the gang for a swanky good time. See? So it's our podcast, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, in the style of like a 1930s newspaper? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said 1920s gangster. Describe Lee <laughs> nice. Cass with 1920s Cold gangster. Together, yeah. we're unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, okay. So my original idea for this was I wanted to gather posts from, um, the one I did was the replacement one. So maybe it's, maybe it's bad. I don't know. I wanted to gather posts from, champion subreddits of them complaining about their character and then have you guys guess which character it was based on the complaint but it turns out it's just really really hard to navigate that many like subreddits and try to find good stuff so yeah i did this instead hell yeah cool good what are what are the reviews are the reviews in i thought it was great nick thanks thanks let's have a better segment now let's talk more about sad shit Oh, okay. Uh, um, so these two are kind of together. Um, I guess the, the short one is that. So, have you guys noticed that the rank splits are different? Um, so 
they introduced rank splits this year, right? Mm-hmm. And usually the rank season is like 10 months. Yeah. But if you guys yeah, noticed, yeah. the first rank split this year was six months. Okay. Which, hey, that's not five months. That's not half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the first rank split was 188 days, and the new one still ends November 9th. Um, so it's 123 days, which is 65 less days of ranked split than last split. I haven't seen a single person mention this. Huh. It's very strange, right? Like, I I don't think this is necessarily a good or bad thing. I just think it's very strange that the splits aren't even. I, I Part of me thinks that, like, maybe they came to this idea late, like, or they couldn't schedule it in at the proper time. If they were going to do 150 days, 150 days, then maybe it, like, felt like a weird time for them or something. But it seems very strange that there's a two-month difference on the split length. Um, I, I don't know. When were prior year like mid-season patches i'm not sure i I probably also was like always at the same time i'm sure it was also like this weird like not actually mid-season but like shortly before or shortly after and they try lined it with that but it seems weird to have a ranked split that is six months and then a rank split that is four months right yeah it it does and i think um I, i don't know i i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing like like we were saying um obviously it's I don't know if it's a good thing. Maybe shorter splits better, you know? I mean, I would love three splits at like three and a half mo- like, uh, months each sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I haven't I haven't seen anyone else talk about it either. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like people notice like as they get closer, but it's just weird. I went to like my profile and it's like already seeing like a hundred like days left is like very strange. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then last one is, uh, so this one's interesting. Uh, it's a post from my Discord. I'm obviously not going to talk about who said it, um, but because this is more like just the spark of discussion than anything else. So uh, it was a, we've been seeing lots of posts on Reddit and in our Discord about um, uh, unbalanced matchmaking, right? So like you get into a lobby and the enemy team has like a bunch of high, uh, well, a lot of people call them Smurfs, um, even though they're not Smurfs, just high win rate accounts. Uh, and your team has a bunch of low win rate accounts and that's unfair, right? Um, so I think there's like a confusion here. First of all, the game balances lobbies based on MMR, which is obviously a hidden metric, uh, that takes into uh, account a bunch of factors. Um, so, so it's kind of weird where it's like, first of all, like I feel like people don't understand that, which maybe it's kind of Riot's fault for not like explaining stuff like that very well. Um, and especially at the beginning of the split where like ranked is kind of in flux, you are getting balanced matches. Um, even if like it seems unfair that the enemy team has a bunch of high win rate accounts and yours, uh, seems like a bunch of low win rate accounts, uh, everyone has the same MMR. Uh, it just means that your team probably had like people who were higher MMR at the end of last split, um, and have like lost more games. And then their team, uh, was, uh, a bunch of like, uh, lower MMR players who have won a bunch, right? That's, that's usually how it balances out. Um, and then the thing that really got me thinking about this whole idea, if everyone's still following, first of all, um, is you wouldn't want it the other way. Uh, Am I crazy? Um, so... (laughs) So uh, there was a, this is where, like, uh, obviously, I'm not going to exactly call out whoever it was, but they got me thinking because they said that they want the number of high win rate accounts to be balanced on the teams, right? So if you mm-hmm. have six high win rate accounts in the game, it should be three and three. It should never be five on one team, which in theory sounds like a good idea. But the more you think about it, you're just introducing loser's queue to the game. Like, actually, like, that's actually just loser's queue. So if you have a high win rate account, Nick, I, I'm playing really, really well. I'm playing awesome okay. on my account. Um, and I win uh, 15 out of 20 games, right? I have a 75% winner on my account. 
my reward for having a 75% winner account is to make it so I am less likely to get other high winner accounts on my team. Yeah. Right? That would be that would that would be the perspective that this would create, right? Which once again, now you've created an arbitrary way to assign lower win rate players to your team. Losers queue. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, true. Actually. All I'm, all I'm saying is that like even though like yeah, you can't get unlucky and maybe the enemy team does have just better players with higher win rates that are streaking better and you have people who are like lower win rates are having lo- lost streaks right now. Over a course of a, lo- a lot of games, it will all even out. You have even MMRs. The game isn't fucking you. Uh, you might have got unlucky for that one game, but the alternative is creating an actual loser's queue, uh, which is I thought it was so funny. Like thinking about that. Yeah, that's really interesting when you when you put it like that. I um, yeah, I I feel like obviously on paper it makes sense that yeah 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 it should be split up, but yeah when you when you think about it, like it should just be based on. It should just be based on MMR, not like winning like recent wins or recent losses or anything like that. You fucking you're you're a thirty percent win rate because you've been having a bad split, so you get you have a more likely chance of getting high win rate accounts on your team to balance it out. Like, yeah, like, like that, I that intentionally be... I intentionally lose some games to like, <laughs> to boost my chances. Yeah, I mean it would push everyone towards fifty percent win rate, right? That's what it would do, right? Because if you have a higher win rate, you are more likely to get lower win rate players on your team, which is going to drag your win rate down, right? So that's it's literally creating a system where you're more likely to have fifty. Which is the thing that people fucking like uh, tin hat theory like complain about, right? Like, yeah, like <laughs> I just think it's so funny that like uh, obviously not intentionally, people aren't like obviously like saying that they actually want this if they think about it. But the thing that people are complaining about, the solution to it would be introducing a system that tr- brings you to 50 percent win rate mm-hmm. <laughs> introducing actual losers queue yeah i just think it's super funny so anyways like I-, I do think it's something that i've seen a lot especially like on reddit um maybe less so in our community but like a lot of people do complain that like this game is unwinnable because they have all these smurfs and then you'll read like comments on the post and people will be like i, I saw a comment today it was like yeah man that's like so fucked like people will like act like this doesn't exist but like your game probably had like a five percent chance for you to win it <laughs> like no no you're all the same mmr you're all the same mmr maybe they're win streaking harder than your team and maybe that gives them a, like, a bit of advantage because they're playing hot but like you're all the same elo <laughs> like, yeah i think like that's the big thing is um pe- people not realizing that mmr is like the most important aspect of matchmaking and and that's not to say like i think this is a really good example of like people just want to vent sometimes but we try to fix it but i i think it is important to say like the the game is not like intentionally fucking with matchmaking to keep you at the rank that you are like it just found 10 players of this of the same mmr and put them all in the same game and that's just how like the cookies crumble yeah, and this has all been hard confirmed there's the one guy on twitter who like fucking constantly hacks the game uh how 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 lit or something like that um like he like hacks the game ethically oh colton's gone uh hopefully he were fine uh yeah. i'll keep recording just in case yeah, yeah we'll just keep um, going <laughs> but anyways like there's that guy on uh twitter who like constantly puts together these like janky things on the back end um that uh kind of just like proof stuff so he had this one system where he had like he made a hundred like fake accounts or something like that right and he got them all in this separate queue like using his like back end shit and he got them to queue up like just a million times in a row right and he had some accounts that he signed to be like zero 100 he has some accounts that he signed to be like 100 zero and he made sure they all had the same mmr and the game it was random like what teams they were assigned to every single time right 
doesn't yeah. matter if they were like win streaking doesn't matter if they were loss streaking uh as long as like they were in the similar mmr they were randomly assigned uh to create a balanced match made game like yeah and i don't know but people yep. still complain <laughs> people still say it's not real or it is real i guess <laughs> yeah i am um, I, I don't know it's it's very easy as um like humans to want to blame something that isn't yourself but at the end of the day like you are the only common factor in um in your losses so i don't know yeah i mean like like i, I mean we can complain more like if, if that makes people feel better like today I, in my rank game i had a swain who went zero ten bot lane and then after his 80 carry flame a bunch he came in just like danced in my lane and then fk and died a bunch and it's like that game wasn't fun but like it's one loss out of x number of games i'm gonna play so like it's not a big deal <laughs> yeah also also an important aspect i think we like talk about this a bunch but this is what we are i don't know le- still less than a month into the climb and there's 120 days left something like that like the 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 one loss that you get that is really really frustrating is not going to define your entire your entire climb yeah, I think people just like, uh, I mean, I think it's just like in human nature to like look at those really, really bad games that are, and I call yeah. it unwinnable, and like assign those to being a reason why you're having a worse ranked experience. Um, yep, for I sure. think it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Can we move on to roundtable? Yeah, we'll do roundtable. Cool. Uh, so last week's question was, uh, you were a designer for the league team, created a unique keystone room. What is it called and what does it do? Um, Rainbow Honeysuckle said, loose pockets. You can give your goal in your pocket to an ally at 90% Ooh. effectiveness. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so bad for the game. 90% is crazy. Even if it was That's like good. 50%, it's still bad for the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Um, uh, Hyperion7 said, inspiration tree. It's called Book of Chaos. Uh, temporarily swap one of your abilities with someone on your team at one time use, but it'd probably have a decent cooldown since it'd be absurd. You mm-hmm. swap, like you're playing top lane, you swap with your Blitzcrank hook for a second. Oh. That's cool. Um, wow. Pards from our Discord said, firstly, uh, this would remove Summoner Spellbook. Uh, it's called Spell Savvy, name pending. Grants you upgraded Summoner Spells at X minutes, Y minutes, and Z minutes. You can only upgrade uh, your Summoner Spells that you have equipped. I think it'd be neat to see everyone have a longer distance slash or a super ghost or whatever thing, other things they could change and could see if it'd be good enough uh, to see if it pro- becomes problematic and the keystone everyone takes. Uh, please don't give people longer flash. <laughs> hmm. um, and then Zipaladin said, introduce terror walking. Uh, for 20 seconds, standing, by a, uh, standing near a specified piece of terrain gives you the ability to pass through uh, that and that otherwise impassable area. While uh, walking through this terrain, you gain 3-6% movement speed, scaling with level, uh, which lasts for 4 seconds. I do like the idea of there being an item or summoner spell or something, a uh, keystone, whatever, that gives you the ability to walk through a wall. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Like the like the Ghost Walkers. Boots. Yeah, like would it be? It wouldn't be OP as the Summoner Spell, right? If you had like a maybe like a let's just say like a three minute walk through wall ability. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard to say. I I almost feel like is it is it wrong to want Summoner spells to be split up into like combat and movement? spells and you're forced and you're only on to take one of each sort of thing. yeah exactly mm-hmm. i don't I li- know where I, mean, I like that idea personally but i don't know where like tell like it teleport would fall in but maybe flash ghost um ghost walkers so, so i don't know something like that i mean yeah it should be movement then it should be like other sort of thing 
Yeah, movement, I, everything else. <laughs> I, I like that a lot personally. And then I think you could add something like Terra Walker because you wouldn't want someone to have Terra Walker Flash or Terra Walker Ghost or something. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah. Also, this is for a keystone, but I do think the idea translates mm. better for a summoner spell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then this week's roundtable question is: You, uh, your two highest mastery characters are fused together. Their R's are swapped uh, or replaced by a swap ability akin to Elise's. How good are they? Hmm. You know, I think my two highest are Lucian Leona, so probably like pretty decent. So you're playing a melee character Leona that you can stun people, and then you switch into Lucian. It's yeah, it's basically like Jace, right? Like, yeah. it, but but more extreme on both sides. Like your melee form very tanky, lots of CC. Your ranged form a lot of damage, mobility, like that sort of thing. I I don't know if it's I actually don't know if it's good. Just it would have to have like Cassante scaling in one direction, right? Yeah. Where your resists give you damage, or your damage gives you resists when you swap. Um, but I, I think it would be really fun. Yeah, that's sick, actually. Um, for mine, so, like, my top two are Tom Kench Blitzcrank, um, which <laughs> I think sounds fine. The biggest thing is you have to give up Tom Kench Alt, which is, yeah. like, pretty rough. Um, so I I, I want to talk about my next two, actually. I want to talk about my two and three together, which is Blitzcrank mm-hmm. Alistar, uh, which is the dream oh. that everyone wants. So you, you, you're literally just playing, like, uh, Blitzstar, like, the good old days where you hook them in, and then you al- you turn them to Alistar and QW them backwards. Yeah. Oh, That's dude, so that'd funny. be so sick. That would, that would be, be very sick. sick. Um, mine is Zillion and Oriana, um, which I think would be very <laughs> dude, you're bad. So fucked. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> They're it very awful. Ult- they're ultimate reliant, and their cooldowns are so low that you would never be able to actually be like using your abilities effectively. Do you have any of your top five that you'd like to combine together, like with our like? <sighs> I mean, I-, I would have to go look, but like my next one, I think is like misfortune which i think still would be kind of bad i mean uh, yeah i think i I would have to like log back into my account and see but i don't think i would have any like good combinations um i mean surely uh, just pick two shako i think is in my top five and i feel like he's a really good character um that like isn't terribly ultimate reliant and could work good as like a form shift um so i don't know we'll go misfortune and shako <laughs> where I'm, I'm just like an assassin sometimes and any character you're assassin all the time yeah but sometimes you're ranged sometimes you're melee mm-hmm. and i don't That's get cool. big mf ults anymore huh hell yeah uh, so if you want to tell us what uh, your two highest master characters would be like if they were fused together, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeadCast. You can send us an email, mail at LeadCastPodcast.com, or you can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeadCast. Cool. Let's do um, let's do mail fight. So uh, the first so, email is from Suda. Yeah, Suda wrote us this long email. Okay, he, he got ChatGPT to write us this long email because, Nick, you were talking about, like, Riot should just fucking get ChatGPT to spit out uh, a fucking yeah. uh, good tutorial. Impression. Uh, that is my Nick impression. It's really good. Um, you should tell them how I talked to you about when our, in our Yumi game at some point. Um, in our <laughs> Yumi Garen game. Uh, anyways, like, it's this long thing, which is, like, he goes through, like, he asks it for, like, all these prompts and stuff. Um, and he, like, goes through breaking down, like, what would be good from, like, what it produced and what would be bad. Uh, not really readable content on the show, but it was a very interesting read because a lot of it is, like, just such surface level information um and a lot of it is like 
kind of just wrong about the game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, I mean, the reality is, like, all this is showing me that is Riot could just write a tutorial. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they, they certainly could. I do think that League is one of many games where, like, a tutorial just can't be effective because there's too much content. Um, like, obviously, you can cover some, like, big picture points, but you can't actually cover everything because then everyone, like, anyone trying to actually consume it's going to be overwhelmed way too fast. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's too many little things. Yeah. But Cool. Thank you, Suda. Thanks, chat our, GPT. Our next email is from Mentally Zill. Hey, oh, so I've heard you all say that mages can work bot and that off-meta bot lanes are viable. Will Aurelian Soul bot lane work? Why or why not? And what support would be good fit? Good with it. Some cite the long lane being an issue, but most ASOL one tricks think he's fine top since W is enough an escape uh, of an escape. Thanks in advance, mentally zill. Um, I feel like it would be fine, but typically when you play a mage bot, you want to have like a decent amount of damage early. Um, and I really feel like Aurelian Soul's damage early is pretty lacking. Um, I think another thing that's not like being mentioned that I think is like the difference between like why he's playable top is that well you, you did mention he's really way early but like a lot of bot lane is like kind of like skirmishing so if you're playing ASL bot you have to only be playing for the farm right you're playing for a farm lane where you have someone to like protect you which man if you guys ever get in skirmishes ASL so fucking bad at like doing damage to two targets early right like yeah he yeah, kind of just really... sits there and to do damage he sits there and just channels his Q on one person which. Mm-hmm. When you have a like a Leona hitting you and Ezreal fucking like jumping around, like you just can't right. So your your game plan at that point is just literally sit back and farm right. Which I don't see how that's better than playing in mid or top right. Yeah, yeah. I I think like it's playable in the sense that, like most people aren't gonna be good enough to really punish you, but it, it really isn't good. Um, you guys, you know, mentioned that he's really weak for like trading and skirmishing early. Anytime you're trying to like get a bunch of stardust with your E, if they're playing around that appropriately, like you got now two people trying to interrupt you or like zone you off. Um, you know, his Q range scales with champion level, as well as the fact that you need to be like level seven or nine with a couple points in Q before you can really start actually clearing anything. Um, I, I, th- I would not recommend taking Aurelian bot lane. <laughs> It feels like I, best case scenario I, you're playing with like a Lulu or something to protect you, and like it feels like that's just really like destined like, for disaster. His E is like one of the worst abilities, like outside of a solo lane. Like it, it just, I, yeah. I don't know, it just feels so bad. I, like, I think actually the best combo with Aurelian would be Morgana. Yeah, just something to fuck literally just protect him. Just one, so he can like channel his Q, and two, so you can like dump the E and the W on a wave to clear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, true. And and like her being able to snare somebody, and you just like queuing for one Stardust, or like dropping your E on them for a couple more, like it, it just neutralize everything until you get like level thir- thirteen. But then you're playing with Morgana, so yeah. you already lost the game. Fuck, dude. True. 
I went to send you this thing, Nick, but uh, so there's this channel that's been just re-uploading like LS clips all the time, like random discussions. A lot of it's been mm-hmm. pretty interesting. He had the discussion with Unforgiven, the AD carry for um, EG, yeah. about like what characters are actually not playable. Like you cannot pick these characters in competitive, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a list of like four characters. Morgana was one of them. <laughs> yeah, of course. The characters are uh, so bad. It was uh, Nefiri, Morgana, Akali, Shivana, I think. <laughs> like you can't pick them in competitive? He thinks, like, there's zero ah, okay. angles where you can ever play this character because they're just not good enough. Just um, yeah, like that's fair. Because I was going to say, Akali was very meta for a while. Yeah, like, currently, right? Like, okay. these are characters that, like, because the whole point thing is, like, that pro play is currently, like, you play these same 25 characters every single game. Um, but- whereas, like, in theory, you should be able to play 150 160 of them according to these guys <laughs> that's interesting because i think shivana is actually receiving nerfs in the upcoming patch yeah, based yeah on she how got strong she is like Wait, when did she... oh but like not literally... on not on the live patch for competitive yeah 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 um, uh, she got okay. buffs last patch where her Q oh yeah her... gives her a shitload of attack speed so now uh, she's I played see. as like a uh split pusher with trinity force ravenous hydra stairs yeah. gauge i forgot about that but so if you remove her from the list, then the list is literally Nefiri, Morgana, Akali, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. which once again, like obviously like the whole point is that they're trying to say that more people should be playing more characters. But I think it's so funny that Morgana's on the list of like, just don't fucking pick this character. Yeah, for real. That's so funny. He's so bad, man. Yep. Been, been saying it for years, folks. Cool. Thanks, Mentalizel. Thank you. Next email from Large Dad with what I imagine is going to have a joke. Yo, 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 what is up? It's your boy. It's me, your boy, Large Dad, also known as Enlarged Papa, Big Daddy, Gargantuan Father, Massive Pappy, Colossal Old Man, Sizable Pop, and Substantially Massive Male Parental Figure. Back at you all again to brighten your lives with my amazing jokes. Before I start off, I just want to start a count of how many weeks have passed until they dedicate a section of the show to my jokes, called large dads large funnies so this is my official this first official record making this week one of sending jokes until the hosts dedicate a section to my jokes without further ado before we section. get into the joke do you do you think that what's more likely us naming a section after him or just stop reading the emails entirely mm. that's an easy one yeah <laughs> stop reading the emails <laughs> anyway here's the joke A girl is sitting in the kitchen reading a news article while her father cooks breakfast. Oh my god, did you hear about the famous actress who was murdered? exclaimed the girl. No, who was it? asked the father. Reese, the girl responds simply. The father, obviously confused at only being told the first name, tried to clarify with the only actress he knew with the name Reese. With her spoon, he responds. The girl says exasperated, no dad, with a knife. Very, so is, very So, funny. like, I'm I'm just disappointed. Um, first of all, the first time I heard this joke was uh, when I was 15 years old at, at my first job at, at a grocery store when a fucking old grocery guy fucking told me this joke. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, that's funny. Because uh, uh, I was being polite. Um, and then the second thing is this is a joke that works when you tell it to someone. This is a joke that works if I was talking to Nick and then I said these things. This is not a joke that works as you being the third-party narrator explaining the joke. This is like when you're on TikTok, and it's just the movie that's being explained to you in fucking (laughs) 30-second chunks. It's like... It's just disappointing. Like, 
the format of the joke just doesn't work. It's just it's a joke that if, if if I saw you in person, Lord Jad, and you told me this joke, even though I know it, I would give you a chuckle. But you explaining it from like a third party observer point of view just ruins it, even though it's not funny to begin with. Am I crazy? No. Because it's literally like it's a joke that's like funny because it, it has the interaction part. But yeah, I, I think know. I think this joke is much better because the idea is that you're trying to get the other person to actually respond yeah. like, "Oh, Reese Witherspoon." <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, it's just it's, it. It really reminds me of like TikTok explains movies, and it's just right. the guy who goes, "All right, so the father is looking for her dads, daughter. She large, has been missing for thirty days." Large, large dads, <laughs> large funnies. Unfortunately, guys, it's going to be discontinued because it's a bad segment. Um, I'm just so disappointed. This is might be his worst one. <laughs> oh, I find it funny how angry you are because, like, I feel like this is one of the few that you knew already. Versus, like, yeah. I think I've known every single joke. Like, I've heard it before. I think I've only known one other one that he said. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for the email. Um, start writing some original material. How about that? Try your work on your type five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Larsad. And on to the next one. Uh, our last email is from Hollow. Uh, hey guys, short time listener, past four months, and first time emailer. Y'all can just call me Hollow because the email name is weird. I hope everyone is doing great and having tons of laughs as always. I don't have much to say outside of a roundtable suggestion that I hope hasn't been done yet, but it probably has. Feel free to not say it now if you want to use it later, or say ask everyone and save for the future. You know what I mean. This will be really embarrassing if it's been asked before. Um, what league weapon would be cool to take from a champion and turn it into an item like the Blade of the Rune King? If you want to go more in depth, what would it do? Passive or active? And what would the stat line be like on it? Uh, I think that's a great question, except for the stat line. So we could, I, I think that's a good idea. Um, we could, we could, we could take it. Thank you for the mentor mentee setup. I've had a ton of fun being a mentor, but I'm uh, a little sad. I only picked one mentee as I have a lot more time than I realized I would. Regardless, I look forward to the next split season, uh, split slash season when we do this again on a larger scale, since it'll be a, such a huge success. Small funny note, uh, I was playing some low to mid masters elo games on my main and I got Dan man 96 on my team. I proceeded to get gapped on support as I played poorly in that game and Dan man wasn't pleased to say the least. Uh Oh, he was on Draven, you say. Regardless, I'm sorry I'll do better. I later played against him and he got his LP back to say the least. Haha. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to read this email. You guys really brightened my day and I look forward to every Tuesday so I can listen to you guys while I drive around. Again, thank you for all you do. Have a blessed day. Hollow. That's oh, yeah. awesome. It's uh it's really fun to play with or against someone. Um so I uh Yeah, that's that's fun. It's it's kind of weird that you said Dan was not happy about it. He's usually so yeah, I hate everyone. Man. So level-headed and nice. I think Dan is level-headed and nice in Discord. Ooh, is that I, right? I, you got I, you got the juice. You got the I teeth. Just, I can see at times him definitely getting upset in solo queue. Uh oh, couldn't be me. Because his be. role is completely determined by how his support <laughs> plays. Yeah, he has no agency until forty-minute six-item team fights. Because that's the eighty carry role, apparently. <laughs> um thank you hollow and thank you guys for listening if you want to send us emails mail leecastpodcast.com watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash king blue basket and leecast frost uh tweet at us or x at us twitter.com slash leecast on facebook we're leecast 
Uh, visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, we have the full patron list, don't we? Because we didn't do it last week. Mm-hmm. We do. Take it away, Colton. Hey, a special extra thank you to all of our patrons over on Patreon, including A, Aaron, Actually Yordle, Adrian, Aiden, Alex, Elise, Andrew, Angelholic, Arxnite, Armis, Arsonist, Austin, Bellator, Blabby, Blooper, Boba Solo, Brady, Breedable Soraka, Brian, Brosif, Brybump, Camuril, Chandler, Chaz, Cheese for Real, Chuzix, Coastal Toast, Colton, CTURL, Dabular, Danman, David, Decar, Decopod, Dicris, Diggity Daxter, Don't Be Creative, Dr. Coconuts, Dr. Hufferfurfur, Dragoon, Drew, Dylan, Easter Meghead, Eva, Eva Unit, uh, Feast Forever, Finner, Foxloaf, Frozen Ninja, Gabriel, Gunner, Agefire, Hugabin, Herx, I Cosplay Gragas, Jake, Jamal, Jotty, Jay, Jeff, Jesse, Jesse, Jigmink, Joby, John, Josh, 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 Joshua, Josh, Josh Plank, Joshua, Calzafar, Katie, Chaos Reaper, Kevin, Kevin, Kieran, Clon Amy, Koi the Monkey Boy, Conrad, Crambone, Landon, Leafide, League Saint, Lacona, Lisp Sync, Little Peepee, Lucas, Madeline, Man, Mannington, uh, Marshall, Mary Makes No Sense, Matt, Max and Mox, Michael, Milkman, Monty, Mr. Ginger, Muse Guy, My Balls Your Gin, Mystic Rune, Nathan, Nikoj, Nicole, Noah, NYC Poem, Oklahoman, Oscar, Panda Bear 9, Popacush Ivern, Pards Bay, Pocky, Raphael, Rattlesnake Jake, Reckless Viper, Red Lefty, Rugby Ninja 7, RJ Flynn, Ryan, Ryan, Sejuani's Baby Daddy, Seth, Shark is Suffering, Skydrill, Stu, Stuart, Sunny, Sunny Pebble, T Hubs, Thane, The Last Samurai, Thomas, Titties and Biddies, Trevor, Tiscotlum, Ty, Ty, Wallace, Womper, Wolf, Wolfie, Wyatt, X Strong, Umuthagun, Zach, Xiaoman, and Zill. Awesome. Thank you guys for your support and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.